شیخ الحدیث مولانا ذکر صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ از امنگ دوز پرسنالٹیز ریسنٹ پاسٹ ہز بینیفٹ ہز اسپرچل فیز ہیز ریچڈ ایوری کون آف دا ورلڈ وائی دا کتاب دیٹ ہی ہیز ریٹن اسپیشلی فضائل اعمال ان فیکٹس after the quran sharif it may be among the most read books in the world wallahu alam nobody can make any definitive claim but at any given time there are thousands of jamaats all over the world that i'm out in the path of allah taala every day 2-3 hours or 1-2 hours are spent in talim of this kitab that is only those thousands of jamaats in any given time that are out then in how many masjids every day how many homes now this is the benefit the barkat allah taala put in his work that spread in this manner that perhaps daily this kitab is being read throughout the world in it may not be an exaggeration to say even in more than a million homes million places but if you look into his life itself that where did this barkat come from what kind of life he engaged himself in so there are so many things obviously the whole life of a person is all the, the various things all contribute to this but just to understand one aspect that the house that he lived in so just one aspect to consider the background that sometimes we might have a different picture of these things but the house that he lived in three walls of the house didn't belong to him how very strange how can three walls of the house not belong to him so there were already three houses small plot and there was already one house built now on the boundary because of the small plots so on the boundary one house is already on that side there's a second house towards the back the third house on the left so this is all family all immediate family so he merely put something alongside here and said this is my house fellas and all we happy about it put some kind of very simple roof on the top and that room that became his room was where all his work took place where he lived where his work took place where all these major uh, achievements of his took place from all the great akabir of the time are coming to visit him and take benefit from him in that same room but that room was such that three walls of that room belonged to the neighbors and they consented to his using it because he just said well that's all i need i don't need more than that i don't need to have anything elaborate now that was his level of zuhud of his abstinence of from dunya that he didn't have any attachment to the dunya as such and he contented himself with that but look at the barakat allah taala put in his work now his life also passed and he passed in the respect and you know in every sense of the word the comfort that we can't even imagine though that comfort allah taala blessed him in the simplest of things comfort doesn't come from what we think it comes from comfort is something else the apparent means of comfort is something else how many a person has the best bed that money can buy but he can't sleep he's tossing and turning on that bed and he is now looking for some way to fall asleep but he can't fall asleep so that comfort is not coming 
but the means of comfort he apparently has. So it doesn't come from there, it comes from Allah Ta'ala's side. And it comes to those who dedicate themselves to Allah Ta'ala. If a person has dedicated himself to ilm, now shaitan will keep bringing these waswasas to divert a person's attention. Now you are going to be studying deen and learning Quran Sharif and Hadith Sharif, but then what's going to be your future? thing is, what's the future? Our real future is the future of Akhirat. This is a very temporary future. The future of dunya could be even days, could be hours, Allah knows best. But for that temporary future, we are so concerned, what about the everlasting future? And the person who dedicates and focuses himself towards the everlasting future, Allah Ta'ala makes this temporary future, this very short-term future, Allah Ta'ala takes care of that for him. But it all depends on with what heart he submits himself to Allah Ta'ala. Indeed, we are nowhere close to that caliber. But within our level, we focus ourselves on our work, on what we have come to achieve. And we don't entertain these doubts and these thoughts, these whispers of shaitan. Don't give it any space. And to the extent that we will keep this out of our hearts and minds, and focus ourselves on what we are supposed to do, Allah Ta'ala will open the road. And Allah Ta'ala is not in need of anybody having some kind of qualifications of dunya to feed him. Allah Ta'ala feeds the birds without any qualifications on them. Allah Ta'ala feeds everybody, all his makhluk from his side. So this is what we need to do, dedicate ourselves to Allah Ta'ala, dedicate ourselves to acquiring this ilm of Quran Sharif, of Hadith Sharif, for Allah Ta'ala alone. And with this intention to bring in our lives and to pass it on to others. Then Allah Ta'ala will open the way for us. Allah Ta'ala give us that.